Hello, Charlie. Charlie one, this is Granite Zero. And a good afternoon, troops. Back with me, Tomo, on the Granite Zero podcast. Back for another instalment. I'm a bit late. Um, just over a week. Um, it's been a good week, actually. I'm um, feeling a lot better about myself. I've had a few little niggles, but nothing that was really going to um, affect me in that sort of way. Um, so I'm I'm on the on the mend and on the up, which is always good. I went back to the doctor, the up the um, up the level on the old prescription. So we'll see how um, this is getting on. And uh, to be fair, side effects have all um, sort of uh, done one now. I'm no longer tasting the horrible metallic taste in my mouth. Um, <laughs> not that you need to know. Sex drive has gone back up. That took a huge hit. I was like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on here? You know, I used to be a horny little motherfucker all the time. And then it was like, nah, I don't fancy it. I'm just going to go to sleep. I was lethargic. I was lethargic and tired, but then couldn't sleep. What the fuck is that about? Side effects, man. They really get to you. Fucking mental. But it's good, you know. Um, work's been better, you know. Starting to take my new role at work to the next level. Getting a bit more responsibility under my belt. And hopefully can move on, which is always good. Always good on, on the up and up, you know. And uh, this week, I have been back into training. But this time, I was actually taking the session um, with my good friend of mine, Steve Hazel, at Progression Fitness Boot Camps. And I took a, a nice session last night. It was it was good fun. It was good fun what I did. You know, you could go anywhere, right? And you can have your fancy fucking equipment. You can have your fancy gym with your aerobic stations, your cardio stations, your boxing stations, heavy weights, you know, free weights, all that. But it's all pointless unless you can move your own body, in my opinion. Can't move your own body, you shouldn't be in the gym unless you're doing cardio and using the rowing machine and the cross trainer and the treadmill. But you can do all that. You can do. You can go for a run. You can go on your bike. Yeah. Pardon me. Um, I've always been very into body weight circuits. That's like my my main thing. I was the exercise specialist back in the day. I've been doing it for fifteen years now. I didn't realise it was that long, you know. And it's always been a passion. And having that passion. You know, I, I would do it for free. I'd train people for free. I just happen to get paid for it from, from from time to time. And doing these boot camps, it's something that I can take my military experience and combine it with um, my PT experience that I had. You know, I started being a personal trainer at 17. You know, so 15 years worth of experience of training people. You know, I used to do the weight management program at Archways Leisure Limited. Unfortunately, no longer there. I used to help my brother out at, at um, Jet Training. And then I went on to Park Fit, which then changed into Progression Fitness. You know, and even through my military career as well, that I was taking sessions um, 
for a few of the lads boxing sessions when we're out on tour and things like that and it's something I've always been passionate about and it's something that I sort of lost track in the last um, few months or so which I think is a big contributing factor to why my balance has been out of sorts you know when I was boxing training for my white collar fight I was very much stuck on the mindset of I need to do this and I having my body right was helping me get my mind right and that was a big huge thing you know while I was going through my training I took it so seriously I in my head I was in a proper boxing camp I was eating correctly I was training sometimes two three times a day as well as work you know so I had a focus and it's a huge thing it fucking is telling you and I forgot how much better you feel when you are training. A lot of people don't like it, sure, because it takes up an hour of your day. It's an hour. Last night, I took a session for Progression Fitness. Took an hour, an hour session. Maybe a little bit less, maybe more um, 15 minutes, but still. The only equipment I had were three cones. And what I did was I created a bodyweight circuit just by using those three cones. There's lots of sprints, lots of static hold exercises, lots of press-ups, burpees, leopard crawls, bear crawls, the lot. And I encompassed all the different variations of, of things to help basically smash these people and they were hating me for that 50 minutes to an hour and I've always said it you can hate me for 50 minutes to an hour I used to say it when I was at archways as well you can hate me for it but you'll thank me at the end and they always do they always come up to you afterwards and they're like fucking hell Tomo that was a great session cheers mate all the things like that and it's like thanks you know and that's why I, I do it that's why I enjoy it and I've, I've always enjoyed it you know, it takes a lot of effort to get yourself into the mindset that you're going to go out and do something. You know, it's so much easier just to sit on your ass at home and have a nap. You know, go and do something. Go for a walk. Yeah, anything like that you could do. I like to I like to go to the gym. I like to I like to do boxing. That's one of my my passions something that i found out later in life that i was actually pretty decent at that i should have taken it to a, another level you know i've never been one to go off for, for just oh, i'm just gonna go for a run i have to basically mean get told to go for a run because i fucking hate it but every time i do something active i hate it because you're putting your body through stress. You're putting your body through pain, all that. But it's like my brother's always told me, you'll get your redemption through the suffering. Yeah? Pain, suffering, redemption. You know, every session. Push yourself to a limit and then you'll feel so much better that you've accomplished something and then you feel what, fucking brilliant at the end of it. Fucking brilliant. I'm fucking telling you. Um, Jesus, I'm saying that word a lot tonight. I apologise for my language, but, you know, I swear like a trooper at the best of times. So, 
let's just uh, <laughs> keep it there. Um, but yeah, last night, I had a good 10, 15 people were there. You know, it, it was a decent amount of people to to do the um to do the circuit. It was really good, and uh, hopefully, uh, Big Steve can get me into a, a few more. Um, because I enjoy it, and like I said, when you find something that you're passionate about, you know, and that you've enjoyed for so long that you would do for free, it's so rewarding when you get to do it. You know. It could be anything. Doesn't it doesn't always have to be sports related, but for me, sports has always been a big, huge part of my life and a, a huge part of my family life. We're all very competitive in the Thompson household. Whether it's me and Darren, me and the old man, uh, me and my cousins, you know, we're we're all very goal orientated, and we always have to try and be better than everybody else and. It's it's little things that we'll always like compete against. Like for example, at my nan's eightieth um, birthday, we we went off and we we booked a we booked a nice. Um, it was like we booked a, a load of little cottages and we all stayed over for the um, for the for the weekend. It was during the summer and it was red hot. And standard, there was a volleyball court. So me and my brother are going to take on the rest of the Thompsons at volleyball. And we're going to batter you, even though we're both five foot six. And we did. We battered them. It was like me. It was like Maverick and Goose on Top Gun. Apart from I was definitely Maverick. Even though I've got the moustache of Goose. But that's another fucking story. But yeah, it's little things like that. Mini golf. Should be fun. We make it far too competitive. Pool. I'm shit at pool. But we will make a competition out of everything. And I find that um, my youngest is very competitive. She hates losing. But, you know, you've got to teach them to lose. So every time she plays me anything, I'm just going to beat the crap out of it. Yeah. So the girls went back to school as well. The girls went back to school um, yesterday. And uh, we thought we were going to get some sort of tears, some sort of, you know, emotion. But now they were pretty good going back back to school. I think they were more excited about seeing their friends and didn't really think about anything else. But it's just nice that there was no dramas. There's dramas at night going to bed, sure, because they hate going to bed. But they go. Pfft. Go to bed when I tell you to go to bed. But, yeah, there's always fights at bedtime, but... On the whole, they've been really good going back. On the whole, you know, it's it, it's nice, and uh, seeing my niece in a in a second secondary school uniform, that's mad. In my head, she's still a little squishy face, but no, she's a, a beautiful young woman now. Mad, time is mad, isn't it? Father time waits for no man. It's fucking crazy. Like, when I think about it, it's mad. Because I left home at 20. I know some people leave home a bit earlier. But 20 years old. Still immature and young, really. By the age of 22, 
by the age of 21. Fuck. I was in Iraq. That's crazy. Do you know what I mean? And you get kids these days. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into one of my notes, actually, here. So, kids these days, and this goes from the ages of what? The girls' ages, from the age of, like, five up upwards into, like, beginning of secondary school. Even, even to, to say those that are leaving secondary school. So, up to about 16, 17. Maybe even up to their 20s, 21. They have fucking zero respect for anything. They're entitled. They think they get it all on a fucking plate. And they're just little shits. Like the other day, there was a group of... They must have been 10, 11 years old, maybe 9 pulling wheelies at, at at work, zooming past the uh, works vehicle, and they just kept doing it. So I just popped my head out, and I was like, can you stop doing that, you little dickhead? If you scratch this car, you're in the shit. Little fucker just turns around to me and goes, what are you going to do about it, you nonce? Yeah, that's right, he called me a nonce. Fucking how dare you. He probably doesn't even know what a nonce is. But that's crazy. I would never talk to anyone that was older than me in that manner. Yeah, I've always been a little bit cheeky from time to time. But I had a bit of respect for people, you know. If a security officer came up to me and told me to move on, I would have moved on. You know, because I was petrified of getting in trouble or worse, beaten up. Like, these kids have no fear because nobody's going to turn around and hit them. Sometimes kids need a fucking slap, I think. Do you know what I mean? Not like we were smacked as kids, as in, like, security officers and police officers, like, back in the day. But still, we had respect for the police. We had respect for security officers. and Anything like that. Anyone with some sort of authority, you had, you had respect for. These kids have zero respect. Zero respect. And as a parent, I would like to think that my kids would grow up not giving that level of lip to anybody. To anybody. Yeah, they, they're a bit cheeky with me and Kate from time to time. But they're very good in the sense that they know when they've crossed the line. Yeah? We can all handle a little bit of lip here, there, and that, but there's a limit. You don't go around calling a bloke, yeah, you're with a group of mates, but how dare you? Definitely needs a stone cold stunner, that kid. <laughs> yeah. Just straight up, rock bottom, onto his bike. And then drag him to his parents and then slap his dad and tell him to get a grip of him. That's what should happen, shouldn't it? Should knock on the door and just beat the fuck out of his dad and go, Are you watching? Because I can't hit you because you're nine. So have a look at your dad. 
look, look at him, yeah, and just keep hitting him and going, do you want me to stop? Yeah, call me a nonce again then, you little shit, and then hit him again. But that's the type of crazy crap that goes in my head. And other crazy crap that I've seen recently, um, Darren sent me, and it's um, a dad, right? So he's walking with his his missus and his two kids, right? And this woman walks past and pulls a knife out and stabs his daughter in the face with a knife. And the dad literally stands there and watches and lets her do it. Are you fucking kidding me? Got to be kidding me. Just stood there and watched. Right? And this woman's probably going to get off it through mental health or something. Right. We all know that people suffer from mental health. But you can't go around stabbing kids in the face. That is just heinous and disgusting. That person should be put down. I'm telling you. And through the laws of self-defence, protecting yourself and others, you can use the same amount of force as minimum as the other person. So the father could have taken the knife and stabbed that cunt right in the face himself to preserve the life of others. How did he just stand there and watch while his daughter got stabbed in the face? I don't know. That is a hell of a level of cowardice that I've ever seen. That is your flesh and blood. That is someone that looks up to you like you're fucking Superman. And you stood there and watched as this woman stabs you in the fucking face. Stabs your kid in the face, not even attacked you. That's, that's your sole job as dad is to protect those in your family. And not shit yourself. And he failed on both accounts. One, he shit himself. And two, he didn't protect his family. I don't even know the guy. I'm fucking disappointed in you, mate. Fucking disappointed. Makes me really angry. Like, super angry. That this guy can just go out of nowhere... He's just walking down the street and this woman stabs his kid in the face and he just goes, yeah, all right, carry on. Kid should have been past the mummy. Protect the kid. I'm fucking this person up. Protect your family. Especially those that are too small to not be able to protect themselves. You know what I mean. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end that one there because it's just going to get me so mad. Blood red mad that's going to get me. And I ain't having it. I would have been getting a monster. I would have been fucking her up. I don't care if it's a woman. You stab my kid, mate. You're in your shit now. But, yeah... So, it's going to take another little turn here, because this is what I like to do. Just whatever thoughts pop into my head, I'm just going to go out and do it. That's what happens. But we're on the subject of family. And my family 
especially my dad, strange sometimes. Very, very strange. So I get a text from Darren saying, guess where dad's booked his holiday for? And I'm thinking, well, he's ordered Chinese every night for the past, like, however long. So I'm going to guess and say he's going either China or Hong Kong or something like that. But no, 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 no. Big Tomo's going on his travels. He's going to the Philippines. Bam! Philippines. Oh, dab that shit out. Philippines. But he didn't, did he? So he spent a lot of money, I'm guessing, on a flight, a hotel, what have you, out to the Philippines. Of course you did. You fucking lunatic. Then tried to cancel it. Wasn't allowed to cancel it. So that was pointless. Then my sister-in-law tried to wake him up. And go, Tomo, you uh, you off to um, catch a flight? Nah, not today. And rolled everyone back to sleep. So he didn't even go. So he spent all the money, all the money, spent all of it. And then uh, tried to cancel it, couldn't. And then just didn't bother going. So. What? What? How about you just give me the money that you're going to do if you're just going to waste it? I could have done something good with that, you know? That could have topped the savings right up. But nah, just didn't fancy it. Didn't fancy it at all. Madness, mate. What goes on in his head, I don't know. He's, he's at a strange period in his life, my old man. Bless him. He's, um... Oh, I think he's a little bit lonely. And I think he needs to um, find himself a girl, mate. If I'm honest. Find yourself a girl, mate. Clearly, you've never been to Singapore. He should have gone to Singapore and found himself a ladyboy girl. <laughs> but, yeah. He's all right, though, the old man. He's just a bit lonely. He drinks a lot. Drinks too much and then fucking shits everywhere. But that's another story. It's just, um, you know, he's either working, visiting me nan or staying at my brother's house. He hasn't got that little thing just for him, really. And that's what he needs to find. He needs to find himself another hobby. Like He used to play golf, but I think his ankles, his knees and his back just won't let him. So he needs to find that little something that gets his head right, gets himself out of being in the pub all the time. That's his problem. He's always in the pub. And we all have a drink for the best of times. But, you know... There's doing that and then there's being a borderline, you know, functioning alcoholic. You know. <clears throat> Do you know what I don't need while I'm recording a podcast is a text 
from the long-haired colonel saying we're out of spaghetti. I'm in the middle of recording my podcast. This is my 20 minutes, 40 minutes, half an hour. Depends if Chris is here, it could be even longer. But it's my time to just chill out, air some thoughts, get a lot off my chest for the three listeners that I have, and just chill out. Just talk shit, mainly. I don't need a text telling me that we got no spaghetti. Here's a fucking shop down the road, Kate. You've got legs. Go for a walk. Eh. Go for a walk. It's literally 200 metres. Maybe even 150. Walk it. Don't need me, because I'm in the shed. At the minute, I'm on my own, having the time of my life. Just chilling. Just chilling. So, let's have a little talk about some current events, shall we? Obviously, we've had the lady stabbing the kid in the face. Gets me angry. But we've also... Obviously, the big talking point is Brexit still. And it's madness. Just deliver it. Stop trying to go back to another referendum about it. We all voted leave. So dry your tears. Get a little hanky if you need. Just, just give them a little wipe. Dry your eyes. Put your big boy pants on. And get over it. And let's leave the fucking EU like we're fucking supposed to. Some people vote remain. Sure. But you don't need to throw your dollies out every two minutes. Right, I saw the most heinous thing in the world, in my eyes, as a patriot. I saw a picture of these Ramonas. <laughs> See what I did there? All these fucking cock-juggling thunder cunts. They've clearly got no job, by the way, because what are you doing at fucking one o'clock in the afternoon... Outside Parliament. Go to work. Do your job. Or get a job. And stop burning my flag. You're not the IRA. We're not in Iraq. We're not in Afghanistan. We're not in anywhere remotely like that. You're in London. And you're probably from... Middlesex or something. In your nice cushy little house. And you're burning my flag. The flag that I went to war for three times to defend the country against enemies, foreign and domestic. So I have no problem punching you in the throat. How dare you? You know, people have died 
fighting for that flag, for Queen and Country. And you think it's a good idea to burn it. How dare you? You know? How dare you? I'm proud to fly that flag and I'm proud to sing the national anthem. If you're not, fuck off. Go and suck some European cock. Ass clowns. Ass clowns. But anyway, on a lighter note, on a lighter, happier note, there's some decent movies coming out, folks. Obviously, you've got the new Terminator. That's coming out. All I'm going to say is, probably should have stopped it too. But we all love a bit of Terminator, don't we? Sarah Connor's back. We all love it. All love it. Yeah, boy. But the big one, obviously, the Joker. Joaquin Phoenix. Brilliant cast for it, I think. And from what I've heard, fantastic fucking movie. Now, they did a private showing for it, and apparently some of the A-listers obviously went to watch it. uh, Some, like, selected fans went and watched it, and they applauded at the end. So American. So American. They applauded at the end for eight minutes. Just stood up, just... Yeah, I'm going to tell you now, right, I have never watched a movie and I've seen some pretty good movies where I thought, oh, what a fucking movie. Usually I'll just watch it again and again, like Lone Survivor, The Dark Knight, End of Watch, Top Gun, you know. Those type of movies, Step Brothers. Um... I can watch over and over again, and that's my way of saying it's a fucking good movie. Shawshank Redemption, for example. Another one. But I've never gone to the movie, movies, the cinema, and gone, oh, and just stood up out of my seat and just gone, that, that, that doesn't even need words. Just, I'm just going to clap you and applaud for eight minutes. Eight minutes, though. Is that not a bit extreme? Eight minutes of clapping for a movie. Could you not have just gone, brilliant movie. Definitely watch that again. Nobody else? Anyone else seen that? Maybe? You know. But, you know, it's... Eight minutes. That's a bit long for me. Eight minutes worth of clapping. Mm. But it does look really good, to be fair. Quite dark, quite eerie. I think he's going to make a good Joker. Obviously, Heath Ledger is like the benchmark for the Joker, in my opinion. You know, and it's simple. Kill the Batman. You know, all that. It's all... Amazing. And the way he portrayed him, how dark it was, how good it was. Just amazing. So he's got some big shoes to fill and Joaquin Phoenix is just a fucking brilliant actor. You know, brilliant in every movie he's been in, I think. You know. um, 
So, yeah. I just went completely silent and absolute brain fart for about 30 seconds. So, um, ah, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, right? So I've, I've been looking now because there's obviously so many things that have, um, been on the telly and like finished and it's like, oh, what can I watch now? What can I watch now? I've got nothing to watch. And I put on, um, The Boys on Amazon Prime. Oh! It's a bit of me, that, right? Superheroes, for a start. But it's like when superheroes get turned into like proper celebrities. And, and it's just, oh, it's just brilliant. Spoiler alert. The first fucking first episode, the guy's girlfriend gets hit by his name's A-Train, which is basically like the Flash. It just disintegrates her because he runs that fast into her. She just disintegrates into blood. And it's like, oh my, oh my God, you know, but yeah, brilliant. I could have watched episode after episode. Kate was like, oh, one's enough. It's like, oh man, I want to do another one. Um, but yeah, so there's that. I've heard good things about that Carnival Row, but uh, I'm not sure. I'm not the biggest fan of Orlando Bloom, if I'm honest. I thought he's an. I think he's a bit of an overactor. He's shit in Troy. He basically wasn't very good in Pirates of the Caribbean. The only thing I've ever liked him in was extras, because he was taking the piss out of himself. That's filming again, um, not extras, um, but Afterlife too. So, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of Afterlife. That that I'm a huge fan of Ricky Gervais anyway. But yeah. I, I, I'm going to love that. As soon as that comes out, series two, Bosch. You know, everything he's done. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of um, Life's Too Short and Derek. They weren't the greatest, but yeah. The Office, Extras, and now Afterlife. I could watch time and time again. His movies like Ghost Town and... And the invention of lion, they have their moments, but they're not barn burners. His stand up is pretty good, so I'm a I'm a huge fan. Um, but yeah, if you if you want some recommendations, definitely watch the boys and um, possibly Carnival Row. I'll let you know what that's like. Uh, I'm catching up on Sons of Anarchy in a minute. I didn't know. I found this out. That's based on Hamlet, loosely. Yeah, it's actually really good. Um, they get away with a lot of stuff. It's a, bit, a little bit annoying. Just a little bit. It's like you that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get to do that, would you? Um, but yeah, really good. Really good series. Everyone's going. It's fucking old, Tomo. That finished in like 2007 or whatever. I was like, I know. Catching up, all right. Um, but yeah, that's good. That's all good. Right, while I'm here, I'm going to give out a few shout-outs. Like I always do, because I like to do it with my with my fellow friends from the veteran community. And I'm always going to start off with the powerful, the mighty 50 Cal Coffee Company. Now, these guys, 
are fucking amazing. And their coffee is second to none. It's beautiful. It's rich, dark, it's lovely. Add a little bit of milk if you want. I don't personally. Put a bit of a bit of chocolate in there. Make yourself a little mocha. Ooh. But there's one thing that is true though. If you don't like ISIS, yeah? And you love your veterans, and you love your country, and you love your serving military, go pick up yourself some 50 caliber coffee. It's beautiful. It is. At this moment in time, I'm recording the podcast. I'm drinking a 50 cal coffee, wearing the hat, and I'm loving it. Loving it. And uh, some new friends of mine that I'm going to give a shout out to. And when they're up and running fully and properly, once their website's up and coming and they're ready to sell, um, I'm going to shout them out even more. See if I can get them on board and maybe make them a sponsor, maybe get them a guest, whatever. It's um, Rifle Oil Liquor Company. And they make a beautiful small batch of veteran-owned, military-serving vodka. And they are going to be huge. I can feel it. Standard, standard, standard. Obviously, if you need to go to the gym, right... And you need to get that little bit of extra power that makes you lift like a million pounds. Then, of course, you're going to go to a veteran-owned company, Combat Fuel. Of course you are. Get some of that supplements down, yeah. It's made out of unicorn tears. And the sweat of veterans. And it makes you a hardcore, man. (laughs) Oh... But yeah, like I've said at the beginning, it's good to be back feeling a bit more myself. You know, I've had moments where I wasn't quite right. I'm still trying to find the balance. The pills are working quite nicely. I'm trying to focus a bit more on myself and a bit more of the things that are actually important. Friends and family, you know. Stop sweating the small stuff. Stop sweating about other people's problems. Keep focusing on yourself, get yourself better. And a happier, better you will lead for a a better way you can help your friends and your family. Yeah. But that's all we've got time for today on the Granite Zero podcast. It's been um it's been a nice episode. It's gone quite quick, these 40 minutes. It's nice. Just flowed a little bit. Yeah, I swore a lot, which I apologize for. There's a lot of swearing in that. But, you know what? If you can't handle the swearing, we can't be friends. Oh, and there goes another listener. I'm now down to two. <laughs> but, yeah, it's been a great one. Thank you very much. And as they say in the RAF Regiment, per ardua, yeah? Through adversity. I'm Tomo. And I'm out. Stay classy, yeah? Hello, Charlie, Charlie One. This is Granite Zero. Out.